Hi guys, it's Em. We are back with our third episode of the There's More podcast, and we are so grateful that you've decided to join us. In today's episode, we will be talking about love. It all stems from an experience that Suzanne had and that she graciously has decided to share with us. Before we get started, I do want to make you aware that we will be talking about suicide in this episode. With that being said, I will turn it over to Suzanne to introduce our next episode. My daughter Ashton passed away when she was 18 years old. And I remember several months after she died, I was going through a moment of concern, a moment of maybe a little pity party going on. I in my mind felt that she was elevated kind of in a higher realm than I am and I wanted to be as close to her as I possibly could and I knew I couldn't get to where she was or as high of a realm that she was in but I wanted to do, do my best to be as close to her as I possibly could and so I wanted to do all I could to make her proud and to live the best life I could and so I was worried and I remember thinking, man, you know, I'm worried about my kids. Uh, she has two brothers and a sister, and I wanted to do the best for them and the best for Ashton. And just, I was worried and fretting. And as I was walking around my house, kind of clean and fretting, a very powerful moment came to me in the midst of my busyness. And it was an impression that I felt came from her. And it was an impression in my heart that said, Mom, kind of in a, Mom, listen, people worry about way too many things. All you have to do is love. Everything else will work out. And it was a, a moment of, in my mind, I was complicating everything. And it was very simple from her, just love. Three and a half years after Ashton passed away, her cousin Ryland took his life. He was 25 years old. He was going to be turning 26 the following week. I received a phone call at three in the morning from his sister who informed me to come to the hospital and say goodbye to Ryland. So I woke up my kids and we drove up to the hospital. I walked into his hospital room and he was laying on the bed. His eyes were shut. He was on life support and I knew the time was short. My heart was open and tender towards him, and as I looked at his face, I remembered all, everything about Ryland. I remembered from the time he was a, a baby, what a loving, loving baby, child, kid, teenager he always was. Ryland was love. He was kind to his cousins, he was loving to um, everyone and in every situation truly. So all I felt for Ryland was love and all I felt from him was love because that's the type of person that he is. As I sat next to him, I just started talking to him with my heart and soul. And I said, Ryland, you've always been love. You always, always have been love. Since the time you were born, you were love. And I said, thank you so much for showing me what love looks like on this planet. Thank you for teaching me about love. 
And I said, please continue teaching me about love because I know that it's so much more than what we know. It goes so much deeper than what we even can comprehend. There's so much more to love. So please keep teaching me about love. And immediately the words just came to my soul and the words were up the love. Now I have never said that phrase or heard that phrase or spoken that phrase. So I know it came from him because it's just something I've never used before. It's a verbiage that is new to me. Up the love. Suzanne, thank you so much for sharing that. That story, the first time you told me, I was just dumbfounded. It actually was interesting because after the first time you told us that story, I remember going through some really challenging things the following weeks. And I would be praying, I would be meditating, I would be thinking, just trying to keep my heart open. And I would take my concerns and my worries to God and I'd say, I don't know how to handle this situation. I don't know what to do. And I could hear him just say, up the love, Em. Your heart's hurting, up the love. You're so sad, up the love. You're angry, up the love. And it has been such a testament to me of the importance of love in our lives. In the last several weeks, I've been able to kind of learn more and more what that means. What does up the love mean? And I think it means something different for everyone, depending on the phase of life that they're in or what's going on around them. So I think that everyone can maybe interpret what up the love is to them. Love has always been a huge part of my life. It's how I identify as a person. I want to be a person of love. I want to be a person that helps others feel loved. And I want to be able to hold love in my heart to protect that love, but also to share it with all those that I come in contact with. Whether it's passing someone on the street or checking out at the grocery store or just sitting and listening to somebody's day and how it's gone. I feel like there are so many opportunities to show genuine love. Now, I recognize that not every circumstance and experience is going to be filled with love. If someone's screaming at you, you likely aren't going to think, wow, I really love them at that moment. But as I've been thinking about Ryland's words, and as I have been praying and pondering over how do I up the love in every situation, not just the situations where my kids write me a note and tell me that they love me. Of course, it's easy to feel love and to give love in those moments. But how do I increase the love in every moment that I find myself in? When there's an absence of love or a withdrawal of love, I think that's when you really notice. I think that is kind of an interesting concept too, because you may feel loved, you know, around you and, and with the people you work with or the people you live with or your family or whatever. But when somebody purposely chooses to withdraw their love or to hold back in any way, that is also a power and it is very hurtful. Camille, I appreciate the fact that you brought up withholding love. I think that happens, unfortunately, a lot of times in our lives and a lot of times in our relationships. Now, I want to be clear that there is a definite difference between being upset with somebody 
and purposefully withholding your love from them. I found this article on the Hopeline website and it says that withholding is an abusive tactic that involves a person keeping love and affection from you until you do what they want you to do. It may not be communicated out loud, but somehow you are aware that you won't get love from this person until you concede to their expectations. It's basically conditional love because the toxic person is making it clear that they will only love you under specific conditions. Recently, I have recognized that people love differently. That probably is not news to most people, but in my heart, I honestly believed that people loved the same, that all people loved genuinely. And as I'm learning and recognizing that that is not always the case, some people love with condition, that some people are able to love on a transactional basis, where if it benefits them, then they will show love, but they will show so much love. These types of love can often be confusing and mistaken for a real genuine love. And oftentimes in these situations, people can lash out and be hurtful. And in some circumstances, even cause you to question yourself. That is a tough place to be. One of the most powerful lessons that I've learned about love is that it has to start with us. And I'm not saying to just allow people to bowl you over and to not have an opinion. What I'm saying actually references our hope versus expectation episode. And I've applied some of those principles where I hope that the love that other people show me is genuine, but I expect only genuine love for myself. I expect that I, as an individual, will only love wholly and genuinely and completely that I won't change the way that I love for other people. That being said, when I find myself in situations or circumstances that affect the way that I love, that affect my ability to be able to genuinely and fully love, it is my responsibility to remove myself from those situations. And sometimes that's just removal for a short time while I realign my heart and make sure that I'm in a good space to show nothing but complete love. And other times it may take a little longer, but essentially my ability to love is my responsibility. When I think of up the love, I think of kind of level up, go one more notch above or just do something extra special. If you're paying attention, and you know something about someone and then you act on it, that is upping the love. There's different ways that you could show love just by words, not even giving something, but just the words you use, the way you portray that love that you have to give. It sounds like Ryland was an amazing example of that, doing it with intention, and I love that. On my Facebook, I found a meme that said, go big or go home and that part's crossed out but underneath it says go small and show up and I really love that go small and show up because really that's what matters is just showing up and caring and it can be the smallest thing it doesn't matter I think a lot of the times we think oh I've got to do something big to show love or to to give somebody or do something and really it can be small and it still shows love it's been amazing to me as I've been doing more reading and more, you know, more reflecting 
both self-reflection and, and different experiences I've had, how strong and how powerful love is. I mean, it is a force. It's not just something that, oh, it's a, it's a fun emotion or it's exciting. Love is a force. For me, what up the love is, is, is to up the love in the way I observe love around me. Up my observant of love. You can see love in almost everything and everyone. So up the love and how I observe love. Up the love and how I absorb love, where how I feel it. I can feel love in a lot of different ways. And to recognize when there's love to be felt and absorbed. And then also the third thing is to up the love and the way I express it. So those are kind of the three things uh, that I'm working on right now. Another thing that I've kind of began to understand is that love is felt in an infinite of ways. It's shown in an infinite ways. Thank you, ladies, for sharing your wisdom and your insights. You're always such a blessing to my life. I think that ultimately it comes down to the fact that we are the ones that are responsible for the type and the amount of love that we share with the world. If through our actions we leave a trail of heartache and ruin, we're responsible for that. However, we can choose to keep our hearts in a place where they are aligned with God. We can choose to freely give and to freely show love. We can choose to walk away from situations that keep us from feeling that love and from expressing that love to others. If through our actions, we provide a safe place for others to learn and grow, to see themselves how God sees them, to feel the love that God has for them, how much more meaningful will each of our lives be? My daughter Lexi passed away three months before her 22nd birthday. When someone passes away that young, it's easy to look at their life and think of all the things that they missed out on, all the experiences they aren't going to have. But throughout Lexi's 21 years of life and in the subsequent seven months since her passing, I have felt nothing but love. And I'm grateful for that. 21 years she spent loving others and giving them that love freely. 21 years spent showing unconditional and complete love to everyone she came in contact with. And the most beautiful thing about it is over the course of the last seven months since her physical passing, we regularly get messages of the little moments, the little ways that Lexi let somebody know that they were loved. We get messages of how that love continues on, of how she lets people know that she's still right there for them. Oftentimes I think we focus on love as just an intense feeling or an attraction. But like you said, Suzanne, it's so much bigger than that. It's so much deeper than that. Love is an eternal concept. And I think if we take Ryland's advice and we up the love and we start increasing the amount of love we feel in our hearts, and then we go forward and share that love with others, how much better is this world going to be? How much better is your world going to be? I just want to thank my beautiful friends for, for joining me. We really appreciate all of the love and the support. It means so much to us.